evening. So it's our turn now to Klal Vav, where the uh, Chavaz Chaim talks about, separate from the Isser of speaking Lashon Hara, the question of listening and accepting Lashon Hara. Totally separate Isser, uh, which applies when it comes to the Isser of Lashon Hara, or I say, a separate element of the Isser of Lashon Hara. So it says the Chavaz Chaim, he gives a definition. What does it mean to be Mechab Lashon Hara? What does it mean from a technical halachic perspective? How, what, how does one violate the Isser of Kabbalah Lashon Hara? So he says... That the, the for, what's forbidden, obviously, the thing that's forbidden to say, let's know that's the thing that's forbidden to listen to, but it's not just forbidden to listen. It's not the Shemiah, per se, the hearing that's forbidden. But what is the Isser? So he writes, what does it mean? The Kabbalah And it means that when you listen to what the person's saying, that you believe it to be the truth. And when you take that information and say, wow, I can't believe it, and you now accept what the person, what's been said about this person as the truth, now you violate the Isra of Kabbalah Sashnar. Why is that? For the same reason, the same svara that we use to talk about why is forbidden when it's forbidden to speak Lashnar. When is it forbidden to speak Lashnar? When you have intention to embarrass the person, to cause damage to the reputation, and that's what you're intending when you say it, right? That's what we've said over and over. It matters what your kavana is when you say it. Same thing when you listen. If you're li- not exactly the same, but re- uh, relatively the same. When you listen and you accept the information to be true, what ends up happening? you now change your perspective on that person. You think about them now in a different way. Why? Because you have now accepted the information as the truth. Right? As opposed to, as we're going to see, hearing the information, recognizing it's been said, and then using that information accordingly at times to be concerned for certain things. That's not the same thing. Right? And that's going to be a very important thing. So if a person accepts the information as the truth, so that now you viol- has now violated the Isidaraisa of Kabbalah's Lashon Hara. And he says, that's even, he said, that's even true if you just heard the information and in your mind you accept it as fact. He says, forget it. If you've now, now you say, yeah, wow, can you believe it? That's crazy. Holy cow, what a terrible... Now you've not... That's not Kabbalah Sashanar. That is Lashanar. Right, when you now start to say, to respond, wow, I can't... Wow, that... Wow, no way. You, right, forget it. You add something, right? But you accept it and you're, you're like, mechazik. Right, how... What a crazy story. I can't believe that guy did that. Right, so that is not, that's not Kabbalah. Kabbalah such not happens in here, right? Right, or in here. Uh, when you respond with that, says the Chavaz Chaim, that's Lashonar. Right, because now you're, now you're volleying back and forth with the other person. And, he, and that Isser is the Isser of Lo Sisa Shem Ashav. You shouldn't accept, accept the information. That, that's where Chazal say the Mechilta writes, that's an Azharle Mechabal Lashonara. And besides all the other Yisurim, and he quotes from the Gemara Makos, it says, Shekola Mechabal Lashonara. Someone who listens to Lashon, who accepts Lashon Hara, should be thrown to the dogs. Why, why, why would they say such a wild thing to say? Because the Pesukim are put next to each other. Shouldn't accept this information. Then the Pasuk says, That you should throw, that, some, uh, 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 that meat that is you know, not shechted not, not properly should be thrown to the dog. But the fact that the two Pesukim are put together, person who accepts Lashon Hara, So that's uh, obviously a very... Uh, Significant, significant thing to say. And the Raman points out also, The person who accepts Lashon actually has a greater level of Isser than the person who says it. We should think about maybe why that is. Maybe it's because you facilitate it also. I don't know. But because if you don't accept it, we mentioned this a number of times before, right? That uh, if I speak Lashon to somebody and they right, hold off, they don't believe it, right? It makes, the, it makes my tshuva much easier. Right? Makes the truth of the speaker much easier. Why? Because no one, no one actually got hurt. 
right? So I just do tshuva binam lemakom. We mentioned before, right? I don't need to go ask ask for you know for the other person. So maybe that's because the makabel kind of activates, you know, uh, you know, uh, kind of is the makabel patish to make the iser even worse for the person who spoke it. So the, the makabel, we might think we might think the opposite. I'm not the one who said it. I just listened. Uh, yeah, but the listener, in a certain sense, uh, ends up causing greater greater trouble than the person than the person who says it. Okay, he continues in the next halacha. He says, just not only is it forbidden to be makabel, but there's even iser to do what's called lishmoa lashnar. Lishmoa just means to hear it, right? Not to actually believe it. Why is that? Even though at the moment you don't have intention to be makabel. Why is that? In what scenario? He says, If you lean in to hear, meaning you know what's coming, and you give yourself right, over to listen to that information, so that can, in certain scenarios, also be the Isidaraisa of, in Isidaraisa also, first of all, what's the, 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 the first one is, right? if, you're, if you provide the listening ear, so you've already violated listening ear for this guy, because now he has something to tell it to. Right? It would be different if there's two of you. And only one, and so maybe it's not the same. But certainly, in a scenario where you you uh, you know have an interest in going to listen, so then it could be a violation of the rest just by listening. However, he points out, and this we've mentioned before, it depends, right? Depends on the shmia. The shmia can sometimes be permissible if I'm listening, right? Because there's some type of information that might be helpful for me, business, children. Shidduch, whatever the examples are, I want to listen to this to make sure maybe there's information that's going to be helpful to protecting myself later. So that's when Shmiyas Lashanara is going to sometimes be permissible. So the Chavetz Chaim then asks the question. He says, "Wait a second. He says, You've li-, he says, but then when you hear it, you have to fight yourself. You have to fight that that inclination to say, "Wow, you know, I can't believe the story." And say, "No, no, no. Maybe it's not the truth. Right? Maybe we can do mental gymnastics, all kinds of mental gymnastics." to explain why what we're hearing is not really the truth. And when we do that, we can hold ourselves back from being macabre. So Chavetz Chaim then writes, and like speaks to the reader, and he says, you're gonna ask me, this is crazy. What do you want from me? How am I gonna live my life, he says. As he writes, he says, he says the reader shouldn't, don't yell at me. I'm gonna run around all the time, I can't listen, I have to close my ears, I can't. Like I can't even like walk around the halls of, the, of my office. How can I? Don't go to the office anymore, right? right how, how do I? How do I do that? What, what, how am I supposed to live life? So he says, "I'll tell you." He goes, "I'll give you eitzah." Here's the eitzah. Says the chavetz chaim. Someone comes over to you and says, "I have something to tell you." So says the chavetz chaim, "I have the best answer for them. The answer you give is, I'd like to hear it, if it is relevant to me. Is this going to help me in some way? This information that I need to know. I'm on, I'm on a need to know basis on your information." And if your information is going to help me and it could protect me from something and it's important for me for my job or for my work or for my children or for whatever it's going to be, then, I'm ha- then, then thank you, I'll listen and I'll hear. But if it has no purpose for me, it's just for fun, it's something that's going to be just damaging to the other person for no other reason, then I'm not interested. Then I'm not interested. And says the Chavetz Chaim, if when you are addressed, if people come to you with information, you stop them before they continue and ask them that question, then you'll be okay. Because there'll be many times when it's appropriate to listen and you'll hear it. And there'll be times when it's not and the person will know that, you know, that's not going to work for you. And they, won't, and, they won't, and they won't tell you. The truth is, like, the reality is that if a person becomes careful in Lashon Hara, their friends start to know. Their friends start to know. And they're more careful. That you ask them enough times, you know, let me know if, I, if this is no gay for me now. So then the, the, the stuff they want to tell you that's just like Tana, the stuff that's Lashon Hara, they're, they're going to avoid telling you. That's what's going to happen. 
So it says, it says the Chavetz Chaim, if you set us up in the first place, and you know, people know, that you're going to ask them that question, so that's going to be a way to guard yourself, and then you're going to get the information that you need, and you won't get the information that you don't.